Today we're talking all about the nootropic L-theanine. We'll talk about its benefits, we'll talk about how it works in the brain, we'll talk about how to properly use it, we'll talk about who it's best for, and we'll talk about things to watch out for when using L-theanine. Let's jump into it. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Holistic Nootropics Podcast, where we discuss using nootropics, biohacking, and nutrition to help you boost your cognition. My name is Eric, and if you are interested in learning everything all about how to use the best quality supplements and nootropics on the market today to boost your brain and boost your life, then please consider subscribing and heading on over to holisticnootropics.com where you can download a copy of my free supplement buying guide. This is a full guide that will walk you through ingredient by ingredient on how to find the best quality supplements and nootropics on the market today because there is a lot of junk on the market. So I created this guide to help people wade their way through the confusing, often cluttered supplement and nootropics market. And again, you can download that guide for free over at holisticnootropics.com. Let's jump into the podcast today where we're talking all about L-theanine. So like I said in the intro, we're going to talk all about L-theanine's benefits. We're going to talk about who should be using L-theanine. We'll talk about how it works in the brain, its biochemistry, and some things to watch out for as far as any side effects, anything you might want to know before you start using L-theanine, along with different dosing recommendations. So L-theanine in its most basic 30,000 foot view, it's an amino acid that is mostly found in tea. So you can find it uh, in green tea. You can find it in some black tea. Uh, it's sometimes found in mushrooms. So um, that's really the only place you're going to find it. You're not going to find it in food. It's not made endogenously. So it is an essential amino acid. Um, it really is known for its ability to generate feelings of calm to us, um, to be very anti-stimulative. So a lot of people use it for relaxation. You use it for um, sedation you use it for stress relief. Um, and it's interesting how it works in tea, how it's naturally found there, so that unlike coffee, uh, tea does have some kind of more relaxing qualities that can be attributed to L-theanine. So some specific benefits that have been studied about L-theanine, whether it's in animals, in vitro, and in human uh, randomized controlled trials, is L-theanine is very anti-anxiety, so anxiolytic. It can lower stress. It's good for memory. It's good for attention. It's good for sleep quality. And it's even been shown in the body to lower blood pressure. So who would want to use L-theanine? Um, you know, really anybody who needs stress relief, that that's really the biggest bang for the L-theanine buck. Um, I think it's perfect for somebody who is uh, dealing with stress, so you need stress relief. Uh, it's really good for anxiety. So, um, you know, anyone from like a busy working professional, anybody who is trying to kind of get away from stimulants, or maybe you could even use it alongside stimulants. This is a compound that is often used alongside caffeine. So if you're a big stimulant person, but you are trying to minimize the effects of the jitteriness that you might experience from stimulants, like caffeine again, L-theanine is perfect for that. Um, it's good for people who need a boost in focus. It's good for um, new parents, you know, as a new, new ish parent myself, I find myself often taking health because man, the stress you deal with as a parent, because it's not just parent, parenting isn't your only job. Parenting is 
part of is typically your main job. And then your regular job is like becomes your side hustle. And then your side hustle just becomes a thing you do for fun. So you often get you, you often feel very stressed out, you feel very anxious, um, especially with the demands all throughout the day, it's a 24 hour job. Um, so uh, new parents dealing with the stress of raising babies and children um, can often benefit from L-theanine. Students especially can benefit from L-theanine. Busy professionals, people, uh, you know, networking. It's good, you know, if you're kind of like going to the bar or going to parties or networking events and you don't really want to get, you you don't want to drink, but you kind of want to feel a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more, uh, you know, sedated, then L-theanine is a great compound. Um, and we'll talk about why that is specifically here as we talk about the effects on the brain of L-theanine. So L-theanine is a compound that crosses the blood-brain barrier fairly easily, and it promotes alpha waves. So alpha waves in the brain um, is the brain frequency that promotes uh, relaxation, but not uh, not tiredness. So it's often the brain wave that is found when you are in a meditative state, when you are in a dream state. So again, the brain is quite active, but it's not stimulated. So, um, you know, sometimes L-theanine, um, is used for people who want to experience better sleep. So what you should know is that L-theanine might not make you tired as much as it's going to kind of relax the brain, but it's going to keep it fairly active. And so this is why it's great for meditation because in meditation, you know, you aren't, you, you aren't looking to fall asleep. You need to have your brain engaged, but not overly active. So, um, I hope that makes sense. It's something that can calm the brain without, um, putting it to sleep really. So, um, again, it's perfect for anxiety. I probably sound like a broken record at this point, but because of its ability to, um, increase GABA in the central nervous system, along with other neurotransmitters like dopamine and serotonin in the nucleus accumbens in the hippocampus, um, you're going to get uh, big, big anti-anxiety benefits. Um, now, going back to the alpha brain waves, uh, it's kind of, um, the when studied in when in humans, um, the results are, you know, they're kind of mixed. So if you're thinking that, oh, hey, L-theanine, personally, I think it's a great, uh, it's a great nootropic to use um, for anxiety, but, you know, in trials, the results are a little mixed. So it's not like a slam dunk. So um, I, I guess this is a good time to give my heads up about nootropics in general, okay? At Holistic Nootropics, you know, the whole reason I created this is because I found that people expect a little too much out of nootropics. Nootropics are not magic pills. They're not um, pharmaceutical agents. They're not, you know, they are chemicals, but they're not synthesized in a way to where, you know, they're going to 100% nail one specific, you know, part of your brain or body, and then it's just going to keep hitting that button to elicit like a pharmacological response. They can be very powerful, but the best benefit you're going to get from them is when you use them in combination with a, a good diet, a healthy lifestyle, 
good sleep, good movement, like exercise, resistance training, cardiovascular, yoga, all that stuff, meditation, breath work. So it's like a whole, the, the nootropics really benefit you when you've got them mixed in to a holistic, healthy lifestyle. And so that's what you get from L-theanine. L-theanine, you shouldn't take L-theanine, you know, if you've got like all of this stress and you're eating fast food on the go and you've got a job, you're working 60, 70 hours a week, and you're not doing anything else to benefit your mental health. You know, you're not going to take L-theanine and then all of a sudden notice, oh man, all that stress has just melted away. L-theanine will, will, will do that last, you know, 10 to 20% for you. You know, your health and lifestyle, your diet and lifestyle is going to get you 80 to 85, maybe 90% of the way there, L-theanine is going to push you over the finish line. So that's why you see some of these clinical studies um, these randomized control trials that they they test L-theanine's efficacy in, you see mixed results. So uh, let me talk about a few of them. So there was a 10-week study where 46 participants with a diagnosis of general anxiety disorder um, received 450, uh, 450 to 900 milligrams of L-theanine or placebo. And what they found was that in this study, L-theanine did not outperform placebo for anxiety reduction. Okay, so you look at that and you go, well, anxiety, uh, L-theanine sucks, all right? But then you get these other trials where you see um, 20 patients with major depressive disorder showed a decrease in anxiety scores with um, uh, uh by using L-theanine, but in combination with normal medication. So you look at that and go, okay, so L-theanine works kind of. Another one, 11-week study in fifth-year college students taking 200 milligrams twice a day after breakfast and lunch did show lower cortisol in salivary amylase, suggesting that theanine has an anti-stress component. So that's really what you want to use L-theanine for. You want to, you know, tackle your anxiety via lowering, uh, via lowering your cortisol, via lowering your stress hormones. So, um, you know, the stress superhighway, the HPA axis, when that's activated under chronic stress, you know, that's going to lead to anxiety. And L-theanine can help with that. Again, L-theanine by itself might not be that effective. So you kind of have to do the other things like the healthy diet, the lifestyle. You have to avoid, especially when you're talking about um, HPA axis, you have to really kind of modify your lifestyle to do the other things that are also going to lower stress. So exercise, mindfulness, stay away from um, inflammatory foods, foods that uh, high sugar foods especially can activate the HPA axis. Um, so, you know, really when I look at some of these uh, studies, and then here's one more, that in a randomized controlled trial, they used a specific drink mixture where they used 200 milligrams of L-theanine in addition to phosphatidylserine, alpha-GPC, and chamomile did show that you could lower stress and overall anxiety with L-theanine. So, what, I've, what I take from these studies is that L-theanine really is at its best when it's combined with other stuff. So when it's combined with, um, with GABA, for instance, you see better results in sleep. If you have a certain medication, so long as L-theanine is not contraindicated, um, it can be very uh, good in that instance. Um, you know, when you see L-theanine with caffeine, you also see, um, you know, you see a lot of focus benefits. You see 
benefits for, um, you know, maybe not specifically ADHD, but really um, boosting your ability to focus on a given task. And um, one thing I do think is very interesting is that you do see benefits when L-theanine is combined with EC, uh, EGCG, which is a, it's a popular nootropic. It's also another, uh, I believe it's a flavonoid that's found in tea. So um, you see L-theanine really at its best when it's combined with caffeine and EGCG, which just tells you what, which just tells you that it has an entourage effect naturally the same way it does when it's found naturally in tea. These two compounds you also find in tea, caffeine and EGCG, work very synergistically with L-theanine. So um, speaking of its ability with caffeine, you know, this is the focus benefit that you're looking for. So if you're like, what is the, you know, what is the best use of L-theanine? Stress relief and then focus. Well, are you going to get the best focus out of using theanine by itself? You might get some benefits, but the best bang for your buck is when you combine it with caffeine. So um, there's been many studies on this in humans. One systematic review of five randomized trials specifically evaluated the combined effects of caffeine and theanine effects on measuring cognition, reaction times, concentration, and other measures, including headaches, tiredness, and alertness. So they used, um, you know, they used different cognitive tests. They used fMRI and EEG, looking at the brain activity itself. And what they found was favorable clinical significance in the domains of attention, memory, cognition, and hyperactivity. So you're talking about that whole ADHD thing, right? Now, do I say uh, L-theanine is you should be used for ADHD? Not necessarily, but if you are using uh, like something else for um, a t uh, ADHD, like a magnesium or a lithium or another nootropic, L-theanine in combination that with that, maybe even with a caffeine, so long as it doesn't you know exacerbate the hyperactivity, can be very powerful. Um, so two interesting things I found when researching L-theanine, number one, for those of you who are into the 420 style of, uh, uh kind of lifestyle, there is evidence that using L-theanine with cannabis use can help to stave off the uh, deleterious effects of cannabis, which mean it can kind of help preserve those, um, functions of memory loss that you experience with, uh, <clears throat> with chronic weed use, uh, along with anxiety and social disturbances. So anybody who's into the 420, uh, lifestyle understands it does kind of come with some anxiety. It does kind of come with some memory loss. It does kind of come with some social disturbances and using L-theanine can be a way to, um, to kind of cut through that stuff. So again, if you're not looking to quit weed, but you want to enjoy the benefits without all the downside, L-theanine can be helpful for you. And it can be helpful with athletic performance as they have shown that when used alongside caffeine and tyrosine, that it does have a positive impact on certain athletic parameters. Um, another big benefit of L-theanine, now this is a way, uh, this is an instance where you could probably just use L-theanine um, by itself is in neuroprotection. So it's been demonstrated in animals to promote the survival of hippocampal CA1 uh, pyramidal pyramidal uh, neurons, so like pyramid neurons. Um, so hippocampal CA1 pyramidal neurons are shown to play a major role in learning and memory. And theanine can lower the glutamate excitotoxicity by antagonizing AMPA and kinate receptors, which lowers the extracellular glutamate. So 
if you've been in the nootropic space for a little bit, you know glutamate excitotoxicity is what uh, it can be directly associated with various neurological disorders, including uh, TBI, epilepsy, Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's disease, Huntington's disease, and amyotrophic lateral sclerosis, ALS. Um, and it's also good for neurogenesis, which of course is great for memory, learning, and neuroprotection. And it's been shown that, again, combining it with EGCG is good for um, regeneration of nerve cells. So, uh, so again, L-theanine, it plays a lot of different roles. I, I look at it kind of like a utility nootropic. Um, should you take it by itself? You could, it's not going to hurt you. Um, if you're just like, Hey, I, I just want something that's good for my brain, but you don't want like a stimulant effect. You, you're not really worried about like, am I feeling this or not? Am I feeling a buzz? Like a, you know, maybe you might feel a little bit from like, uh, from like a racetam, like you just get that laser focus. L-theanine is a great, is, it's like working in the background, doing a lot of different things. And then of course you can combine it with these other, um, with these other compounds. So the pharmacokinetics of L-theanine is, uh, it's absorbed quickly within 10 minutes and stays in the body for up to 24 hours. It's highly bioavailable, over 50% bioavailable in the body and peaks in the brain at five hours. So it's going to be in you for a while. Uh, and you're going to, uh, it's going to be in your brain for a while. So, um, a lot of people use this for sleep. Um, really going to get the best bang for L-theanine if you're using it for sleep, combining it with magnesium or GABA. My personal experience, because I, I did when I first started using L-theanine, hear so much about it being good for sleep. Personally, um, I don't, I shouldn't say I don't like using it for sleep. I don't use it often for sleep. I like to use it kind of earlier in the afternoon to kind of wind me down so I get ready for sleep so I can start relaxing about, you know, like I'll take it maybe three, four o'clock in the afternoon so I'm starting to feel kind of relaxed like seven, eight o'clock and I can start really winding down for sleep. But because it hangs in the brain for so long, it will affect your dreams. Like I noticed that if I'm using it that late in the afternoon, if I, even if I use it earlier in the day, uh, I will have very, very vivid dreams. So if you are looking to have really vivid dreams, um, if you want to boost maybe like your REM sleep, um, L-theanine might be able to help with that. Otherwise, I typically use it alongside caffeine. Um, I typically use it, uh, like I said, kind of earlier in the afternoon. Um, I have found that sometimes I do notice maybe it chills me out a little too much. And I, I know in the morning, especially if I'm drinking coffee, I want to be way more stimulated. I want to really be, um, I really want to be engaged. I don't want anything to kind of lower me down. Um, not really until the afternoon. And if I take it in the afternoon, it will chill me out, but it won't make me too tired. So I'll be able to keep working, you know, later into the afternoon. And then eventually, like I said, I'll wind down for sleep. So, uh, L-theanine, it's a great nootropic, especially if you're new to nootropics. If you want to try a nootropic that doesn't really have any downsides, um, there's really no downsides to this. Yes, it might give it, might, it in some people it could be uh, it could cause headaches, a little dizziness, maybe uh, a little bit too low blood pressure. But um, typically, there are no side effects with L-theanine, and you can go uh, 200 to 400 milligrams pretty easily. But like anything else, you want to make sure you you know you check with your doctor, you check with a licensed professional before 
before you start using this stuff. This is not medical advice. This is just for educational purposes only. So I'd love to know what you guys think. Let me know what is your experience with L-theanine? Do you use it? Do you notice the benefits? I would love to know. Let me know down in the comments. Leave a review over on Apple Podcasts if you enjoy the podcast. And for all things nootropics, biohacking, holistic nutrition, head on over to holisticnootropics.com. That's the end, everybody. I'll catch you on the next one. Peace.